Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today joining us are our opening chills. She hosts Angel on Top and Empire Diaries. Hi, Latoya Ferguson. Hi, Latoya. And she is a senior TV editor at Collider.com. Carly Lane. Hi, Carly. Look Hello. how smooth that was. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Latoya uh, and Carly are fucking pros at this shit. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> the the five year plus man. It's been five years or six years you've been doing all this. Ian. Five because I, I like literally the month before the 20, 20th anniversary of Buffy Entertainment Weekly thing came out. So mm, I'd call yeah. that pro. But today we're gonna be covering Yellow Jackets. Uh, I think the last time we had was it this. What was it? What recording was it that we did with Latoya? Was it the live stream or was it the recording? But I don't know. We we, scream, we all started talking about yeah. We all started talking. I mean, she's been on everything scream, so that doesn't narrow <laughs> it down. Um, but we all started talking about Yellow Jackets, and then now you know I've seen everybody has watched it now. What a show, right? Um, what did everybody think this show was going to be like? Because I remember going into it and not really knowing what the hell it was getting into like what kind of show it was going to be i thought it was going to be more like uh i don't know girls in the wilderness like hunting each other down what did y'all think it was going to be latoya go first <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh i guess also you know girls in the wilderness hunting each other down you know just like girls lord of the flies basically yeah. ladies lord of the flies only you get to see uh, them in their adulthood too with yeah. a, an amazing fucking cast <laughs> yeah carly what do you think yeah i mean i so i remember when the trailer first came out i think i said as much at one point when i wrote about it but like the thing that had me about the show wasn't even the concept at first it was who was attached yeah so like i heard there was a thriller show on showtime and it was gonna have christina ricci juliette lewis melanie linsky like incredible actresses right that i think most of us if not all of us all of us probably like grew up watching um and we're kind of like making a small screen comeback in a sense and then i got a little spoiled because i got to see screeners because i was reviewing the oh. show so like i kind of i binged the first six episodes like really quickly and then had to sit in <laughs> agony waiting for everyone else to like catch up to where i was because i was like i need to talk about the show and there's no one to talk about it with um and i think you know it wasn't even really like the concept. I think I was just sold from like who was involved really. And then, but from after that, it was like, you know, the first episode, I was like, this is extremely my shit. Like just yeah. no sympathy, no sympathy <laughs> because I, I finished the first episode immediately went to the second and there was nothing. And so, <laughs> um, Ian, you started a little bit later in it, right? How many episodes were you at when, when you started? I can't remember if it was, I think it might've been four, I think. Okay. Um, because you kept telling me to watch it. And like, weirdly, I, for someone who is extremely online, I completely missed any like lead up to this show. I just like suddenly saw people tweeting about it when it came out. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, you know, sometimes it's just like you sometimes somehow miss something. Even like all of us are extremely online. Sometimes you just like randomly miss some shit. Um, and I remember seeing, I think it was you, Carly, actually, who was the first like tweet I saw about it. And I was like, Melanie Linsky and Julia Lewis. Hmm, what's that shit? That sounds like I could like it. And then like Zach was like, you have to watch this. Yeah. And he was like, he said it was horror. And I was like, wait, I thought it was Lord of the Flies. And he was like, just watch it. <laughs> it's just because um, it wasn't, I just didn't even know how to describe it. Like it was, it was so just odd. Um, 
But like it did have this like this 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 main cast attached that was so like enticing, and we all remember what they were like at this age, right? Like they were all they've all been acting since this age, so yeah. Um, it I I thought it was going to be a challenge for them to cast anybody younger to play them and us to like buy into it. I don't know. I I really liked everybody they cast as as the younger versions. I thought everybody worked like extremely well. And young Shauna literally looks like a young Mel. Like she, yes. the most of all of them, literally looks like. If you had said like, "Oh, this is a Photoshop DH photo of Melanie Linsky," I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. It looks just like her." <laughs> yeah. And if you um, close but, your mean, eyes and listen to like young Natalie, exactly, it sounds exactly like Juliet mm-hmm. Lewis. Yeah, that kind of creeps me out sometimes. I'm just like, she sounds just <laughs> like her. Yeah, I mean, I think the younger cast too. Like, it was one of those things where when I was watching it, I was going. Even the young actresses, like, they kind of ranged from bigger names that you might know them from, like Ella Purnell was in Army of the Dead, and Courtney Eaton was in Mad Max Fury Road. Obviously, I feel like we can't not talk about Liv Hewson, who was in Santa Clarita Diet, gone too soon. Um, but even, like, the newcomers. I know Sophie Thatcher, who plays young Juliette Lewis, is, like, blowing up right now because she's also in Book of Boba Fett this season. But I feel like even if they kind of... I feel like they led with, like, the legacy actors so to speak but then you watch the show and you're like the newcomers are equally as strong i mean and we can't not mention jasmine savoy brown who like had the weekend of all weekends yes my wife (laughs) 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 like i love and like zach and i talked about this in our screen review too but like she has the fucking range because mindy meeks is not like Taisa at all and both characters are like very well fleshed out for me I think mm-hmm. I said yeah. it, I was like I love that they're just letting her embrace like just be utterly queer and like yeah. every way possible like scream <laughs> completely unapologetic about it you know I think people were kind of like oh are they gonna really let her like be gay like yeah she, with the character poster had like the little rainbow heart pin or whatever but like super excited to see that that not only is, is the Scream franchise like embracing that more, but the Yellow Jackets, I think, isn't is really like leaning into that. Even though I feel like uh, Taisa and and Van's relationship is kind of at a rocky patch right now after this finale, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's got to be doomed, right? Like, even I mean, even if Van survives, they're not together. I'm I mean, I'm pretty sure Van doesn't, but um. You know, wait, that's a question I have for everyone here, because Carly, you were retweeting a lot of good reviews today that I was reading, and I was looking for this information, so I couldn't fucking remember or find it. Don't they at the top of the season tell us how many survivors came back? I thought they did, but I couldn't find that anywhere. I don't remember. If they did, I cannot remember that at all, but... Like, I thought there was a thing where they said, like, oh, the eight people or the nine people or seven, whatever the fucking number was. And I kept being like, well, wait, how many more people do we know that we have to see? But I guess maybe we don't. Maybe I made that up. That's possible. I have a terrible have, like, like, brain. New girls in season two. We've never we've been in the woods the whole time. With them. We've <laughs> never seen before. <laughs> we love it. The two the two tribes meet and battle it out. And there's this big <laughs> war within the woods. Right. Um, and. I, I don't know. This, so this is like told through a non-linear linear storytelling, but um, I, I don't know. I went back and forth on wh- whether I liked like present day versus the past. I think towards the end of the season, like from the middle to the end, I think I, I liked um, all the stuff taking place in like 1996, 1997. And then the beginning, I was super into present day storytelling, which, uh, which period did you guys kind of want more of? 
um, I kind of like the balance in general, especially because they continue to have the 90s soundtrack in both. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack is fucking amazing. <laughs> it fucks. <laughs> I like to scream multiple times during it whenever just something kicks in. Oh my gosh, that offspring needle drop in the finale. Like yes! I've, been, I've been waiting. I When that kicked in, I turned to my husband because I was we were watching it together and I was like, I cannot wait for people to see this in like a week or something. But I actually wrote a piece about how the finale twist uh, made me like the present timeline just as much now as mm. what we're getting in 96. Because I feel like, I, I agree. I think uh, the past for me has always been more compelling just in terms of the overall mystery. I think the present mm-hmm. with the whole like blackmail and, you know, I mean, as much as I love Jeff and like his whole disbelief over finding out there was no book club mm-hmm. and the Adam and the Adam element, I think is still kind of like hit or miss for me. I feel like finding out that Lottie is still alive and has like taken stuff from the woods to found this cult or whatever in present day. Although when I talked to the showrunners, they were like, it's a wellness group. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very well-intentioned wellness group. Um, it, it, it automatically, I was like, okay, I cannot wait to see what's going on in present day now. Like this is 20 times more interesting than I think it was when we started. And I was way more compelled by like the woods. Cause this now feels like the woods are being brought to them again, yeah. like whether they want it to be or not. I find the whole Adam thing deeply funny, which let me explain why I find it deeply funny. Uh, A lot of people who I do respect and friends, you know, are writing about the show and there's a lot of, you know, theorizing about the show. And I kind of, it's it's that whole lost thing, the mystery box where like everything has to have a theory. And I'm like, I can just kind of chill and vibe with it. So the fact that he had nothing to do with anything and he was just a normal person, it is deeply funny. Yeah. Way to go, guys. You invested a lot of time in that theory. Yeah, I I kind of dread the break that we're getting between seasons because I think there was an interview where Showtime was like, we're planning on running season two at the end of the year. Um, but I feel like I'm dreading the break between seasons because all this time there are people are going to be theorizing and then season two is going to drop and they're going to be like, it didn't do this and this and this. And, and it didn't have Mephisto. No Mephisto. Like... Where's Mephisto, man? <laughs> I, mean, oh, I hated man. when Mephisto didn't show up at the end of The Leftovers too, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot. Um, I've probably asked all three of you this a zillion times because it's one of my favorite shows, but I do... I, of course, couldn't not compare to Lost because Lost is one of my favorites. Latoya, I'm pretty sure I know you've watched it, right? Yeah. And Carly Lane, you have? Zach, like I don't duh. remember. <laughs> I don't really like, duh. Of course I've watched Lost. Like half of it, I fell out of it. You're That's fine. Fair. That's fair. Um, I, I love it, but it's I understand. Um, but I kept, like, the thing I did like is that there wasn't, we don't seem to be collapsing in on ourselves on the mysteries, but I mean, Lost didn't in season one either, to be fair. Uh, but like, I like that the the mysteries are kind of like, no, we'll get there. Like, it, it's not like a, what is this? What it like? It's kind of like a slow burn building towards things, but mm-hmm. we know, like, we know they're going to eat each other eventually and we'll get there. Right. That's not like the mystery is like, kind of like, how does that happen? But we know we'll get there because the, season the pilot started with that so we do know like that's not going to be just like left up in the air like do they eat it we know that that happens um so i will say i do like that i just i don't know um it felt almost like the plot of the season ended after they killed adam is how i felt it felt like season 1a didn't it 
Like yeah. it felt like there, there was, it was only half of a season. Um, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, so going into it, I think I told you this, Ian, was that I, I do kind of get annoyed when we have a season that can't stand on its own because you don't know if this is, it's going to come back mm-hmm. or not. Right. And so like, if when a season is end, a pilot, like, yeah. yes, that's my big pet peeve in television. If we get to the end of it and it doesn't come back and we have all of these mysteries hanging in the air, you know, it like you can't I don't know that that would suck. Right. But I actually really liked that it took its time and it started setting up all this stuff and that we we got zero answers. We got like no answers for anything. We just got a bunch of like setup for everything. Um, I, I was OK well, we, with that. We technically got the Travis answer with the Lottie of it all, though. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Jackie answer, which I think is one of the yeah. most, yes. one of a huge question that was a lot of people were wondering. And I feel like to your point, LaToya, you know, there were a lot of great pieces that were going around over the last day or so about like the concept of the mystery box show. And like, I feel like the thing I appreciate about Yellow Jackets is that there's definitely more questions that are being raised, but I feel like there's been plenty of questions that have been answered pretty straightforwardly. And I still feel like some people are out there going, okay, but what if it's this really though? And I'm like, but it, the show I is might, I might us. be that person though. <laughs> I, I, think I, I was just about to person. say, I might like be. I'm a hundred percent like thinking that there is some big thought process behind like every single move. Yeah. Um, when the black Miller ends up being Jeff of all people. <laughs> like, I, I, I kept going back to like, maybe Adam was part of Lottie's cult because I just feel like he seemed off, right? Like he, he did seem off. Like when he showed up at her he's house, just a straight man. <laughs> yeah, fair. But like when he showed up at her house, that's when I was like, Ooh, this guy might try to murder her. Like, again, that could just be a, being a straight man. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, she seemed at that point, like she was like, this is not okay. This is, eh, let's fuck. And like, I get it. But also I was like, but that seemed like, I don't know. Like he seemed like a little, I think, yeah, he, there is a chance like he was lying about, you know, not knowing who she was. And he had like a kink about who she was because, you know, right. then that's just, you know, people are weird. Right. <laughs> it really couldn't just like be as simple as people are weird. And that's the thing. It's just like everyone's expecting something big. And then it's just like, nah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I do quite enjoy that, like, even with expecting something big and it turns out to be something smaller. I, like, I I appreciate that. And I, I it, it folds in so well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, but the, all the tiniest stuff, that's all big. I, there's there's no small thing there. Whatever is happening there, not small when, at all. When her wife was crawling through that vent, I was like, please just go. Please just get your son and leave <laughs> yeah. that house. When you just... see the blood in the vent, like, I'm just like, I would have turned around immediately. And How left. I know a black woman yeah. didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just so wait so let's we'll we'll talk about the characters um let's go into do we want to talk about natalie first she was she was the one that i felt like that's the girl i would have been friends with in high school um (laughs) like she would have been the one i had a friend crush on that i thought was super cool uh i thought like while i mean you mentioned it young natalie sounds like present day natalie but like i fucking love juliet lewis of course i do like i just I thought like her character, even though she's like, quote unquote, the fuck up, she was actually probably the most like level headed or something. Like it felt like she was the most like aware of what's going on and everyone else was almost like living in like their fantasy. Like Thaisa's like running for, is it Senator? I think she's mm-hmm. running for Senator. Yeah. yeah. Running for Senator. Uh, Misty's clearly unhinged and Shauna's like, no, everything's fine and cutting up rabbits in her garden. And like, you know, <laughs> Natalie is like, yeah, I like do drugs. Like that's like the least biggest issue of this group. 
Um, and I kind of liked them like positioning the quote unquote fuck up as kind of like the more like level headed of the group almost. Like she was even the one that was like, should we get Misty? Um, and like, you know, ended up pairing up with Misty, which did make, I kept being like, why aren't they calling Misty? She is a sociopath, but a sociopath that wants to help and can help. Like, yeah. <laughs> useful sociopath. Yeah. I have to keep an eye on her. Yeah, I yeah. Have to say with Natalie, I don't know if anyone's like addressed this. I've been curious, like, you know, Natalie has this addiction issue, like, Juliet Lewis went through real addiction and it was like an yeah. unsurable for years in her career. And I, I'm fascinated by her playing such um, a similar role to her life. She's obviously sober now, but that's gonna be triggering, right? That's, I, I was kind of like taken aback by that actually when it first started. I had, I forgotten about that Latoya. That's a really good point. I forgot that she, that was like a big, like personal thing that she went through. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting though, because she like went on Twitter, I guess, last week and did like an AMA with fans about the show after like not having used Twitter for months. So I almost wonder if it was like kind of a cathartic experience or yeah, something. Like I don't know. Her. I was really impressed by uh the way that she acts intoxicated in this show. Like the things that she does with her body when she's playing somebody who's high. She's like looser. Yeah, or like the way that she's like contorting her body and like bending over the bed or like go flipping backwards or something. I was watching it going. She's like so hypnotic to watch. And I, I, I mean, I, to your point, Latoya. I, hopefully, hopefully it was a. I mean, it sounds like she had a positive experience on the show, but like, yeah. you have to wonder if it was, you know, tapping into something that was a little more personal for her. There was a second where I was like maybe Shauna's right. Maybe he did just kill himself. And there's not a connection because we got a couple of like, which isn't me complaining, but we got like, you know, like underwhelming anticlimactic, like Jackie just froze to death. Right. Like she yeah. did. There's, there was no like eating of her. There was no throwing her off a cliff. It was, she just froze. So I was thinking like, maybe he did, did just die by suicide and like Shauna's right. But then we got the like kicker at the end and I was like, Oh no, 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 no. He definitely didn't fucking like do that. It was the cult. Um, but I don't know. I, I like that she was kind of the one that was right about it and she didn't give up. And even like me as a viewer, I was like, Shona might be right, Jackie. Like, Shona might be right, Natalie. Like, and then she wasn't. Like, I, I liked that. Again, making like she's more perceptive. The rest of them are just like immersive. It's almost like the rest of them are like unhinged in every aspect, but like they're not, you know, they don't have like an addiction problem. Right. And that's. I liked the idea of like showing the the one who has an Asian problem being the one who's like the smartest of like being perceptive. And, you know, I relate everything back to Buffy, of course, but it's like how like Anya and Spike are always more perceptive about the like human interactions going on in the Scoobies than like Xander and Willow are, right? And I like the idea of like her character being the one who's a little bit more perceptive of that. She shit. also has nothing else to like focus on, right? Like the addiction was her her biggest thing, and she's kind of like accepted that that's an on and off sort of thing. Um, and she doesn't have you know this this family to focus on. Um, she doesn't have she's not running for anything. She's not you know possibly killing people at the nursing home. You know, like she's <laughs> she is. This she's she's able to be clear headed about everything because like that's the only thing she has to focus on, and um, with addicts, a lot of times like uh, you know addiction turns into like you know hyperfixation on certain things, and so like if there's this mystery like that's something for her to fixate on and like really focus on, and I I, I yeah I, I agree with you I like seeing that. Plus I think to an extent like the rest of the group 
has moved on from you know the crash and what happened in the or they're trying to right like Mm. Shauna literally has her diaries like locked away in a safe and like Thais is trying to run for office like in the most public way possible uh and Misty is you know who knows what she's doing on the down low but like it definitely seems like at the start at the start of the season they haven't really kept in touch with each other for several years everybody's kind of I think at one point they kind of imply that like no one's talked to Misty in like several years until this all starts to happen they get the postcards or whatever um so it does feel like they've all kind of drifted apart from one another but I but I do agree I think that you know Natalie not having a job not having a family like a support system not having something to kind of like channel that energy into means that she only has one thing to fixate on and that's you know once she finds out what happened to Travis who kind of feels like a lost love situation um you know that's all she can think about and uh just also piggyback on what you're saying Zach about you know just the fixation uh even when it's not specifically the addiction it's like the past season of Hightown it's about um this cop who's also an addict and like she's basically putting like her sobriety on this is like I, I can be sober if I can just solve this case and so anytime there's a hitch in the case that's like what has her go off the wagon basically because mm. it's like you know, if I if I have this job, I'll be sober. But if things go bad, obviously, like she that, she uses like the fixation on work to be her excuse for like when she's being good. But when something like goes slightly off the rails in the case, it, she just slips back into terrible bad habits, which is a lot of what Natalie is doing. Unless she's Misty doing zooms like, her coat, you know, <laughs> yeah, without really like thinking about it. Um, that is what Natalie is doing. You know, like there are a lot of touches of that here with Natalie. Um, Everyone watch Hightown also. I, I've never even heard of that show, Latoya, yeah, but I'm so used to you referencing shows. And I'm Hightown like, sure. stars Micah Raymond as a, a lesbian fish cop who decides to, yeah, see, so we, no, a lot of the first season is people being like, well, I hate cops, but like you're a fish cop, so it doesn't count, basically. <laughs> what is a fish cop? It's like a wild, like sea and wildlife. Is she a fish and wildlife? Yeah, 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 fish and wildlife, wildlife department. Yeah. So, she's, so she's investigating like crimes against uh, like so smuggling AGAM, but not like for fish yeah smuggling yeah. <laughs> smuggling and like animals and like illegal fishing and stuff there, there are numerous people who are like well fucking cops but i guess you don't even count really but she gets like fixated on like the death like it starts with her getting fixated on like a gruesome death of someone and she like starts to you know try to be like a real cop and you know but she's a fish cop <laughs> <laughs> fish cop i learned a new word um but the <laughs> Another thing I wanted to point out about Natalie is Natalie accepts Misty's craziness, like very like, all right, like, right. She goes there with a fucking gun and she's like, Misty, you crazy bitch. And then she talks yeah. there and she's like, all right. She finds out Misty pulled out her like break line and is just like, she finds out everything Misty did. And it's like, <laughs> aside from holding somebody hostage in the basement, but even still, I feel like she, we have to let her go, Misty. Should they let her go? And she wouldn't like go to the cops or nothing. She's not, she's the character that's not questioning anybody and what they're doing with their lives. You know, she's when, not giving anybody shit for anything. She's just, she's like, just like, all right. <laughs> these are like, my, next my season, teammates. Gonna, <laughs> next season, Misty's going to like offhandly mention that, but you know, that time I was like, holding a woman hostage in my basement and Natalie would be like, okay, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> I fucking love Misty. I love Misty but, and I love them together. I loved the yes. road trip. The road trip was one of my favorite parts of the whole season. You know, I wanted a uh, little yeah. bit more of that, seeing them stop at a couple more stops, you know, get some <laughs> chips and uh, some sodas. 
let's go let's go into misty because i misty misty is the girl i would have sat with at lunch in middle school and high school (laughs) like hands down i would have been at she would have been asking me to prom and like i probably would have said yes like (laughs) would she have tried would she have tried to drug you with shrooms too probably probably (laughs) (laughs) whatever was readily available at whatever was around (laughs) bath salts (laughs) whatever she's getting her heads on uh but i christina ricci is like fucking phenomenal and i do think i forget her name the actress who plays younger misty is also like fucking great um and when like the coach reveal happened I said to my friend Liza, I was like, but why doesn't he just tell Misty he's gay? Wouldn't that make it better? And she was like, that would not, she would just drug him even more. Like, that's yeah. not going to make her like yeah. be okay with him not loving her. <laughs> it's clearly gay because something she did. So she just has to fix it. <laughs> By She's already decided. She's made a decision already, right? Like when she makes decisions throughout this this season, like she, she sticks with them. And I, I appreciate that. <laughs> also, if you all love a uh, gay coach, you should listen to my Vampire Diaries coverage of the originals because he plays everyone's favorite gay vampire, Josh. Man, the really? crush I have on this yes. man throughout this show. Mm, I've never I'm seen like, him before either, <laughs> or I don't remember him. Okay, yeah, but yeah. my theory, my theory for season two is he's going to be the first one eaten. I think so. I, he's I, not. I mean, he's not making it's it gonna, out. Of Misty's going to lead it too. Misty's like, going to be pissed. I mean, he's already <laughs> missing a leg. He has not really been like a helpful contributor to like the group survival. It's not. There's no one for and him to fuck. Winter, winter is coming, and everyone's gonna Don't get hungry. It. And I think he's gonna get it. He's gonna, he's gonna get. get Do you God, think they're gonna so. eat Jackie's body first? I mean, at least it's already frozen. Like it'll keep yeah. it for a little while. It's like very much like alive, you know. Um, I think they're gonna see Jackie's frozen body, and it's winter time now. Because at first, I was like, I was sitting there, like, get their mm. forks and knives out. Yeah, I was like, this is a pretty, like, this is as far as going down in a plane and like nobody knowing where you are. You're in a pretty good environment for this, right? Like, you have things to hunt. You have some some water somewhere. Um, I was like, where? where do they decide to start eating people? You know, I could understand being stuck in like, you know, the snowy mountains with literally nothing else around. Um, huh. All right. Zach, I guess long- like it's better than that, but. How long would it take you to start eating people, Zach? Uh, no, I will not eat you, LaDoya. I will not eat Ian. <laughs> eat me. I will not eat Carly. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody gets eaten on my watch. I'm wearing shorts and he's like, hmm, that thigh, that might be tasty. Let's see, the four of us get straight into the woods for 19 months. What's going to happen, guys? Latoya, you and I are going first. We know that. (laughs) We don't have to eat each other. Nobody has to do this. (laughs) We have the woods. Zach, someone has to eat someone. Their mistake was hunting too close to like where they were camped out. You're supposed to hunt in a pattern so that you... Because when you're hunting around yourself and just in the same pattern, the animals just start to, like, fan out. So you know this because you're planning to eat us. Yeah, exactly. So when it happens, he'll know to eat me and you, Latoya. Exactly. If we make it past 19 months, then I might start getting a little people hungry. But we're good until 19 months, okay? Carly's staying quiet, so she's like, they won't know I'm around. So they won't she's like, this is a weird show. I, I don't know why I'm here. Um, what a weird episode of Slayer Fest. <laughs> I, I I love every decision. Okay, so back on Misty. I love every decision Misty makes. I love that she, you know what made me so proud is that every, when, when, when they had the moment where she was kind of off like 
you know, getting things and getting things ready. And somebody walked by and they were like, you know, we're really lucky to have Misty here. I was like, ooh, good for her. Good for her. Like, you know, <laughs> it made her feel good. But then she goes and <laughs> moments later, she smashes the thing that could have got black the black box. Yeah. But I was like, I get it, Misty, though. I, I, I understand. And you're saying you wouldn't eat us. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I would never eat you guys, but I might smash the black box. Just, just so we can have a little quality time. You think she's getting quality time over at, at school? No. I don't know that it's quality time if we're like starving to death, have nowhere to poop, and like have to hunt our food. In Misty's mind, this is quality time. Ian. <laughs> she's very exactly happy with this situation. I don't think she's unhappy here. Uh, I've been trying well, to figure out like what her deal is, though, because I'm like, does she have Munchausen's by proxy a little bit? Because she's like, like there are times when she's specifically trying to make Ben sicker so that or like hurt so that she can take care of him and I feel like I was like there's a little bit of like something in there and I and I wonder if that's also why she's like working at a nursing home like is she the kind of person that like is is keeping making people sicker or keeping them sick so that she can yeah I don't know if she's an angel of death specifically yet like we haven't actually seen her kill an old person she's just used like them to hide you know adam's head in the in, in yes. the uh cremation Which was smart thing. that was that shit was smart <laughs> but when i when i saw me. the when i saw it going in i was like uh did she bury that old lady somewhere else and it's his entire body in there but nope the old lady was in there it was just oh let's add some little extra sprinkle some extra flavor in there like um yeah i i and i think that misty even though I don't know that I feel the same way Zach does about her, she's definitely a joy to, like, she's a character that is enjoyable, right? Like, you don't really want to have to be, like, associating with her, but she's an enjoyable character to watch. And Christina Ricci, it's just... Christina Ricci, I can't tell if I think it's a little campy or just, like, the character is so crazy, but, like, I think a lot of that scene of when she sets up the camera and she sees Natalie about to do the coke and she's like, Oh my gosh. I had to pause it. I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. (laughs) When she shoves her out of the way and it's like, just like does it all like that's her. (laughs) That's her. That's true friendship. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love her. I just love her. And she's keeping the show going. All of her decisions are keeping the show going. I, I mean, love how she doesn't stop Natalie on any other thing she's doing that's bad for her. Yeah. But that moment with the coke, you had to stop her. Sober coach. <laughs> well, I love that, like, even though Misty's a sociopath, she's still a fucking nerd, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, when she does the coke, she's like, oh, my God, my heart rate. Oh, no. Like, and, like, monitoring herself. Like, I've like, never done coke before. <laughs> really, Misty? Really? <laughs> I, I fully believe uh, Christina Ricci comes on to set and cocks her head and says hi to everybody exactly like Misty does. Touches her glasses. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Do we want to talk? Do we want to move on to uh, Shauna? Yeah. Gosh. Shauna's another favorite. I, I mean, I. Go ahead. I was, <laughs> was going to say, Shauna became an all time favorite when she's like, I hate my daughter. I'm like, we all hate your daughter. Yes. I love that she just said that. She's like, yeah, I kind of hate her. It fucking sucks because it's, it's a Showtime show. So they have to have one shitty child. <laughs> They always have a shitty child. <laughs> At least one. And I got to say, I hadn't really seen Mel. Like, I, of course, I knew who Melanie Linsky was, but I hadn't seen her in a lot of like, you know, I knew she. my parents loved Two and a Half Men. So I knew she was in that. And she's been a lot of like side roles. Right. And I don't think I'd ever seen her like in a more starring role. And she's fucking fantastic. I think I love that she presents 
as like just this like you know suburban mom but like i mentioned before is also like hunting rabbits and killing them in her garden and just like chopping them up for fun like she has like i think her and taisa of the of the four definitely like keep their trauma like bottled up until they're gonna drop dead from it like they don't they're good they don't want to talk about it but actually they're not good like i yeah. and i i think she portrays that really well in like the like way she speaks and like the way she'll like stop before she says something and like her facial expressions i don't know i really i think yeah. she's like really good in this melanie linsky knows how to do silent rage like she's like she's oh, yeah. always known how to do it she fucking yeah. rules i love her so much and she's just like accepting of everything i think and that's how her trauma is kind of manifested is like she's like mm, okay with everything everything uh i killed my boyfriend well we'll figure it out but we're fine guys we're okay <laughs> um you you found out i'm having an affair you know um well if you tell your dad you know there's all your college money and <laughs> you can do that if you want to i'll be okay with it um you know and then at the end she's like, hey i burned the popcorn um my lover's on the tv but you know <laughs> like it's just there's no sort of like silent rage silent you know panic silent anything everything is silent right she doesn't have i i hope they don't give her a moment where she like completely explodes or anything because i just i love how well she does just well this is what's happening okay um i mean honestly i think for me this the scene where she tells uh callie and jeff that she killed the rabbit in the garden and then was like i skinned it you know head head to butt or whatever i can't remember how she says it and they're like oh oh my god and then she, and then she plays it off as a joke like immediately yeah. back immediately backtracks is so brilliant. I think that was the moment where I think Shauna for me became like a character, a favorite character to watch too. But I also mm. feel like her relationship with Jeff mm. got better in the seasons for me. Like once it came out that he was the blackmailer, which was hysterical. Um, and then she admitted mm. to having the affair. It kind of felt like they were finally on even footing with one another in terms of like both deciding to still stay in the marriage, like in yeah. spite of all the, you know, and I think part of it too is like Shauna has a lot of survivor's guilt. You know, I think the Jack, now that we know like what happened to Jackie yeah. and like the fact that her death was a hundred percent preventable. Um, and it's only because of like teen girl stubbornness and, mm -hmm. you know, that, that she died basically like, you know, Shauna had a moment of like wondering if she should have, if she should have let her in the cabin and then didn't. Um, yeah. And then and see, Tisa like, even says it to her, right? She's like, just go talk to her. And she's like, no. Right, right. It's like this thing of like, they get in their own way and then this is the consequence, you know? Um, so I think that's what makes her really fascinating. And honestly, like casts all those times that we see her hallucinating Jackie talking to her in like an even more sad light now. Like before it was kind of haunting and, ch and chilling because to see her like kind of, you know picturing jackie in her head like talking to her but now it's just kind of a sad thing like in hindsight yeah. all those moments you know when she yeah. pops up yeah so. i do i do think like i i mean i said under underwhelming but i do like that it was underwhelming like i like that jackie you know we got the fake out right where it was like she almost got the propeller to her face when she saves van i like that it wasn't something like crazy like that because i while, of course, also it would make sense if, like, they ended up eating Jackie, that Shauna would feel some kind of guilt. But it, it, I like that it was, like you said, Carly, it was just, like, this, like, 
teens fighting and she died because they were being stubborn and like i imagine like that is more heartbreaking like yeah granted your friend dying anyway is heartbreaking but like your friend on an island where like it was a very easily preventable death would like completely fuck you up right and it was like a preventable death that you could have because it's it, like wasn't shauna's fault it was both their faults they were fighting they were like being friends fighting but like I would definitely blame myself. Like, right. Like there's no, I don't think anyone wouldn't blame themselves for that death. Especially. Yeah. There's a complicity, like not, I mean, not even just from Shauna, but the whole group, because nobody stands up for Jackie. Yeah. But I also think at the same time, Jackie has not equipped. Jackie didn't equip herself well for survival in spite of Shauna trying to help her like several times in, ter- in terms of like showing her how to skin an animal or like help pitch in when they were trying to, find you know firewood or whatever like jackie basically refused to kind of try to adapt to the situation at almost every turn and so i think it's a combination of like a situation that it could have been preventable not just from shauna like letting go of her you know let like letting letting go of her pride long enough to let jackie in but then also like jackie not having the tools that she probably would have kept her alive if she'd known how to you know use them hearing you say that out loud i was like oh i am jackie aren't i (laughs) (laughs) i feel like zach and i would be fighting like ian you need to chop some wood i'd be like i don't fucking chop wood thank you (laughs) and then i'd freeze to death so at the end of this we have to decide uh which yellow jackets we are when we're all you know stranded for 19 months we decide that (laughs) Yeah, what happened to, to Jackie is like it's a it's grounded uh, tragedy, which I know yeah. can be disappointed to some because like they do want everything kind of to be, be like perhaps like a supernatural or like a very spooky kind of thing. And I think that was also the case with the leftovers, where leftovers like was very good about making it like it could be either. We're not going to actually answer this, you know, let the mystery be, as the theme said. So. It's, it's one of those things where people get so upset because they like, I demand answers. I theorize for hours. It's like, well, that no one told you to theorize for hours. Yeah, but yeah, like just kind of <laughs> follow the journey. It's like, um, again, it's like the Jeff being the blackmailer thing or like Jeff, like I clocked, like I'm like, I don't think Jeff's having an affair actually. I think like it's, and it ended up being the fucking mob. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, I didn't clock that it was Jeff Literally the moment she confronts Adam with a knife and I was like, it's not him, it's Jeff. That was when I was like, yeah. oh, because Jeff would be in their closet. Like, it's got to be Jeff because I did believe him when he was like, what are you talking about? I did not steal this shit. And I was like, oh, is she going to, oh, she killed him. He's definitely didn't do it. Yeah, wouldn't the glitter have been on her at like after they fucked? If it had been, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just covered in glitter. Because That's yeah, you know it's Adam. That also didn't make sense because it's like she didn't. It's not like he went in the closet. He came in their house, went in their closet, and then went like he went to bed with her. So like, yeah, where was the glitter hiding? Yeah. <laughs> Answer um, me, Shauna. Where was the glitter hiding? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I clocked really early that Jeff was not having an affair, even though like his, like, you know, all the inventory stuff is like obviously he's lying about something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I just figured. <laughs> I just figured he was a sad man, <laughs> but he's not a sad man. He's a, he's happily married to Shauna. But he's his number one fan, his number he's one like fantasy five. was just having a customer at the at the store. That's Aww. all he wanted. Just a customer. <laughs> May we all find someone who is like, all right, you did a murder because you thought the thing I did, they did. 
we're good. It's fine. And I still exactly love you. That's exactly how they it. say it. It's as calm as that. Like really, <laughs> like the affair, the murder, none of it is is a big bust up. They're watching TV on the couch yeah. together. And at we, the end of this that's show. when you learn Sean is the alpha in their relationship, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. <laughs> but he the knows alpha. also what happened in the woods because he read her journals. So he yeah. also knows that secret too. On top of all the stuff that's that true. she tells, and has about. known it for however long, and like not pressed her on it. Waited till maybe one day she comes to him about it, and knowing she probably won't. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeff's a good husband. <laughs> He was willing to blackmail her friends for her. Donna, you know? not so good a partner. Jeff, very good partner. I was going to say, is Jeff like one of the actually good men in Yellow Jacket? <laughs> well, that's the big twist here is that Jeff is a decent person. <laughs> the, decent straight, the decent straight man in Yellow Jacket. I mean, aren't, aren't the, the two actual series regular men, like just Jeff and our coach, so like they are the two good men as far as we know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, they only allowed the only good men to be series regulars otherwise it's like why are you these are this is a woman show <laughs> this is a woman show i mean <laughs> put that on the poster yeah. a woman show. It's just, <laughs> you guys this is a pull quote this is a woman show let's play it for you <laughs> that's a season two pull quote there you go. i hope they do that all right let's uh move on to thaisa um I I really really liked that in the present day she she seemed at first to be the most like uh, normalized like back into society good move past her trauma and then slowly we realized that was not the case. <laughs> did she already, did she already have a, a sleepwalking problem like prior to getting stranded or did that de- develop there? She she says she that. that- that it was part of, she thinks okay. it might have been part of the trauma, so it happened okay. on the island. Yeah. Apparently, um, there's a theory that uh, going around that she, a wolf, did not attack Van. That it was actually Taisa mm-hmm. having a like disassociative moment because I think if you watch the show, she's the only one who actually sees Van get attacked by a wolf. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, that's an interesting theory. I don't know, you if, know I, if I buy that, but that's funny because I was thinking. Watching that scene, I actually was worried when she's beating the wolf. I was like, oh, fuck, is this going to be that she's like, this isn't happening and she's just murdering Van? Like, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, but then that wasn't the twist. But that's what I was like very worried about when she was like beating it and like screaming. I was like, is this going to be her dead girlfriend? But then it wasn't. I mean, her girlfriend seemed dead, but she was not. (laughs) I I am curious to know overall what the show wants to say about mental health, uh, both the Taisa and Lottie's character. Like, because they've not really said anything about, but like, that's a big part of the show. Uh, yeah. I know that every uh, TV show and movie now is about trauma, but this one is also about uh, mental health. Yeah. Yeah. They start, they start is... Lottie off from the beginning with that, right? Like we, yeah. see, we see the medication and everything. But right. I'm wondering if the girls will ever learn about that because like they don't know. So they just don't, they're like Lottie fucking snapped all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what's going on with her. Well, we'll get to that later. I was going to say, but I I do want to talk about like the supernatural versus what's, but yeah. we'll get to that. Um, yeah. But so do we think Thaisa's run? So we got that end of like, she yeah. did pull the, cut the dog's head off. She had, I, what was that heart? Was that something we were supposed to know what it was Was that from the or bear no? or no? No, I think it, I mean, it might've been the dogs or just, I don't know. We don't know where it's from yet. Or it was Adam. It's from Adam maybe. I don't oh, know. True. Cause it like looked like kind of newish. Like it wasn't yeah. like, yeah. maybe she took Adam's heart. I don't know. 
But so do we think that was supposed to be that she is definitely part of Lottie's cult or was that just like a side crazy thing? I think it's- she's having a disassociative thing like a, I don't know because she keep like she's having that thing where she's like sleepwalking and then and then eating having pi- having pika like eating the mm-hmm. dirt yeah so I it's wonder like- if she's if she's not conscious while some of this stuff is uh happening is it possible that dissociative state is part of Vladi's cult too also I'm like who knows how um realistic they want to be again with like mental illness pretty much and it's like or is she just you know full-on uh double personalities who who knows um, I do, I really like Taisa. I feel like people don't talk a lot about the character, at least not like the Tawny Cypress version of the character, uh, because she's not like the, the bigger name, like the rest of yeah, them. Yeah. She like, she's just been, like, just been a working actress all these years, who just like has been a, a bunch of things. But I think she's great. I think it hurts in a way that it just, cause her stuff's so close to the best. Cause it's like that, the mystery for her stuff could go either way if it's supernatural or not whatever it is so it's like you kind of know for the most part what's going on with the other three where with Taisa you're just like what the fuck (laughs) she almost seems like she has more of a supernatural element to her story because of the whole thing with her grandma and the um was it the evil the evil one or the dark one or whatever that vision that she has where she like sees some kind of creepy being like without eyes yeah and i wonder and then the sun is like drawing it later i think in yeah. some of his illustrations so like it almost feels like if anything she's had kind of the biggest like supernatural element to the story thus far yeah, like both I, in the past and the present because a creepy kid that's a supernatural textbook 101 like that child is from, so creepy <laughs> from, it's different from like a showtime asshole kid which is what shauna has she just has the creepy kid <laughs> Showtime asshole kid. That's a visual <laughs> title. Um, yeah, I I did also like the reveal. Like, I thought that was like, I same thing. I was like, oh, the child's going to be like a devil child, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of liked that it was like, oh, no, it's his mom that's like fucking tor- tormenting him, right? Like, yeah. his mom's the one out the window in the tree eating dirt yeah. with her dirt mouth telling Just him what so to do. so terrifying, <laughs> right? Like, imagine seeing that scene, too. Like, that's fucking scary. And, like, being a child and it's your mother. Yeah. Like, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Do we yeah. think there's a supernatural element at play? Because I was, I, I was with you, Zach, until Laura Lee, Mary Lee, Laura Jean, what was her name? Uh, Laura Lee. Laura Lee. Laura Lee's teddy bear caught on fire because a teddy bear does not burst into flames and then explode a plane. <laughs> like, so that's when I was like, oh, like there's gotta be something supernatural. I thought there was a fire starting in the plane. Yeah, I thought like, it was underneath the underneath the But the engine. way that the bear set on fire was like, it spontaneously combusted. <laughs> yeah. That's the way that that happened. Right. Also, it, for some reason, it was like Laura Lee's death, like really like messing me up. I'm like, obviously nothing good can happen in the woods. And like, she can't get to safety, but I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> Just leave her alone. Leave her teddy bear alone. It looks like spontaneously combusted. Okay, thank you, Latoya. Right, it did look like it was the bear. It didn't look like it was like a plane fire. It looked like the bear was like poof. No, it looked like a plane fire to me because it was like it started as like a really small flame. And but on the bear, up. yeah, underneath the sea, that was totally. Like oh no, no. Yes, it was. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that's supernatural. I don't think the show's supernatural. Um, I think that's just where I'm sitting at. So no, I, I don't think it's supernatural either. I think that. God smited her. God smited her. 
Oh no! You know how fucking much I rooted for this girl going in the plane, reading the manual, and I, I, I love it when they always tell the coach, "You you can't tell us what to do. You have no saying here." You he's know? so useless. <laughs> Listen I, here, man. <laughs> this is a woman show. As a useless gay, I feel very seen in this like man not being listened to by all of these teenagers. They're just like, yeah. whatever. And he's like, please don't. Okay, fine. <laughs> I think Ian, you would actually really appreciate him on the originals because, like I said, he's a gay vampire. Every character is always surprised he's still alive. Like, he lives <laughs> through the show and they're all like, wow, Josh, you're still alive. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> but so wait but if we don't think it's supernatural then what the fuck is the the eyeless man that Thaisa and her grandma see also if like in supernatural like the snow came out of fucking nowhere yeah we're noting that that was like not a normal just oh it's snow time now just snowed it just snowed it just snowed no, it, it is that, a normal snow time and the yeah. figure that Thaisa and her mom sees or her grandma sees her grandma said that and it rubbed off on her and she thought she saw it too that then what about why we're you can convince Zach somebody a they see that the non-believer <laughs> you know what know, you're I right be going, <laughs> because also what is the man that jackie saw when she fucking died that man was like i'm glad you're here and i was like what the fuck is this like that's <laughs> They knew somebody was dead in the cabin. Maybe that made her way into I, her yeah, afterlife. I was say, I've seen speculation that that was the guy who killed himself in the attic, the original yeah. cabin person. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's also like, okay, but the symbol that that was on was on carved into the trees when they first showed up. Where did that come from? Because I feel like we have not seen any hint of like an origin for that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and I mean, so far no one else has shown up in the woods but yeah. i don't think that's gonna stay the case i, I mean i yeah. think we all know who the big bad actually is it's randy it's yeah. randy walsh <laughs> oh right the guy that she yes. i was like oh randy <laughs> i love when she sees him in the finale and she's like randy and he's like <laughs> excited to see her <laughs> fucking randy randy and Allie, who like developed a long island accent in the where she was laying it on thick i'm like this actress must be so canadian that they needed to do something <laughs> she watched one episode of mayor of east town and was like all right let me do this i got this <laughs> got it up into so, the wawa i do i do want to talk about i know we mentioned earlier the musical cues because they were so good yeah um and i know like a thing i was wondering and this isn't even a, a, a dig at me us being old and zach not but like zach did they always land for you because like not all you know, no no I'm 27 years old. I'm getting there too. I'm almost going to be 30. <laughs> almost going to be 30. Can you imagine? <laughs> I, they didn't always hit for me. Um, but the, the ones that did, you know, really hopped me up. The, the the walking into the reunion, like, oh, I was like, that was so good. That was so good. Because I love, like, I mean, Fear Street had, one might say, a little bit too many, but I loved them. Like, I always, like, I don't know. I'm on board for like a '90s rock musical cue, yeah. and the the Offspring one really did it for me. Um, I remember oh. Carly when you first tweeted the the trailer. I was like, "Fuck! I hope that's in the episode." And then it was because you know sometimes I'll add a song on the trailer mm-hmm. that's like not actually there. Yeah. I was so glad it was. And I got to say, my other favorite musical moment was the Cranberries playing when they're running into the water. Like that made me cry because yeah. like. Oh, we got to see them experience joy and they just don't have a lot of joy. <laughs> oh, what made me tear up was when they started singing Kiss from a Rose. And then when it showed up again in the finale, I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, singing it singing it in the Doom Coming. And then I love when they like take the song 
and then it like the offspring one in the in the reunion and then you realize it's playing over the speakers too it's not yeah. just a needle drop like it's in the actual scene too and they're just playing yeah. the reunion just playing like yeah the the 90s hits from their you know from their high school years i'm like yes i was surprised by the rump shaker drop and then it revealed oh it's playing at the reunion i i thought you were about to say what i was about to say latoya does say well i was stoned when i watched that and i was like why does that sound weird now Uh." (laughs) (laughs) oh you dummy um, no. Other good music drops. Um, when Smack My Bitch Up played out when they were chasing who we now know is Jeff. That was really good. <laughs> I forgot about that. Should I be we, watching Charlie's Angels right now? When, no, when oh, that scene man. started, me and me and Alistair looked at each other and we're like, this is Charlie's Angels. And then immediately that, that started right there. And it was so good. Definitely the offspring one. Definitely uh, Kiss from a Rose. That collective soul song that they play while everybody's getting ready for oh. Doom coming. The world uh, I know, which uh, when I lived in Burbank, my uh, downstairs neighbor would play on repeat all the time. <laughs> all the time it's like i like the song too but like not this much what a weird song to be the song you play like all the time all the time (laughs) just on repeat (laughs) i always said my neighbors in new york are probably tired of hearing lady gaga telephone the first wise (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Ian. I would. I. I love it. I would have been tired of hearing Lady Gaga's telephone after the 14th repeat too. Also, I'm would. sorry. I have the, the playlist open just to make sure. I'm sorry. It was not Smack My Bitch Up. It was Fire Started by Prodigy. Right, right, I don't right. want people Fire to come starter. for me. Yes. <laughs> Again, also Charlie's Angels. They just play, they played like three Prodigy songs in Charlie's Angels. I was gonna say, yeah. but, but also those two Prodigy sound songs sound very close to each other. Yeah, yeah. it could have been Breathe. I don't know. <laughs> You, you could have told me it is Breathe, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right, it is. <laughs> They're all the same song. They're yeah. all, I love them all. They're all the same song. Yeah, and I, but I'm like, I always wonder about that, like, with, because I feel like, you know, that we are getting older, like, that, like, stuff that we're nostalgic for is becoming more, like, you know, like, shows are doing like this, where, like, oh, there's, like, actresses of an age or whatever, and, like, the younger versions of them would listen to music that we listened to mm-hmm. when we were younger, you know, like, so I wonder about that, like, how that blends with someone like Zach or someone younger that like didn't that wasn't the music they heard all the time when they were growing up um but I guess it's kind of like when we were kids like music our parents liked would be the music we heard in movies a lot right like mm-hmm. that would be just wait for all of these to become TikTok remixes it's coming you know one of these days <laughs> uh, I love that you Zach is also like a an old man sometimes. Like, I, I hate a TikTok. TikTok. I hate TikTok. I mean, yeah, get out of here with the TikTok. Kids with your TikToks. Scream better not have a TikTok. That was a bad Zach accent. Do you know who directed the finale? Who was like very 90s for it to have been this person? The guy who did the Blair Witch, right? And Mario Sanchez, who did Blair Witch. It's like, wow, that's very 90s. And Karen Kusama directed the pilot. Yeah, she did. It was Jennifer's body. Uh, Jennifer's body director. Which well, Karen, I was like, I, isn't she one of the showrunners or no? She's an she's a, executive, producer, executive producer, but she's not a showrunner. No. Yeah. Okay. Which they give, they usually give that credit to the director who directs the pilot too. Yeah. Okay. The producing director because they like <laughs> set the tone. Well, and Carly, you've talked to like all of them now, right? All the like showrunners <laughs> and the directors. I feel like you had, I tweeted one article and then you're like, oh, my articles are dropping. I was like, but she already has some articles and it was like four more that you had. <laughs> um, I mean, I talked to the showrunners and I actually asked them about working with Eduardo Sanchez because I was like, <clears throat> I mean, you're, you're working with somebody who co-directed Blair Witch, you know, wrote Blair Witch. And they were like, 
talking about how formative the movie was that you know when they saw it however many years ago now and uh it was just funny how one of them was like i remember turning to my friends after the movie and was like if i ever come into a room and see one of you facing the corner of the wall we're not friends anymore (laughs) (laughs) so but i feel like it's i feel like i appreciate that the showrunners like know exactly what they want to do in terms of like who they want to bring on to kind of craft that aesthetic because i feel like honestly the pilot i would say the pilot and the finale for me like visually are two of the strongest episodes oh yeah 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 out of the two which one do you think um i mean i like the pilot a little bit more Mm -hmm. because i feel like it sets up so much like you're getting you know you're getting the the fast forward with like the pit girl and everything and like them eating in front of the campfire which at this point i there are people that are positing that the cannibalism is a red herring and that they're not actually eating people meat that it's maybe that the shots maybe make you think that it's people but i think it's people it's people i mean they definitely murder her in they definitely murder her and cut her open, even if they're not eating her, right? Like, we see that happen. Who's yeah. the one at the beginning that they're they're running after then? Then we don't know yet. It's yeah, because that's, like, she, I, I watched that back, and it looks just like Lottie, but it can't be Lottie, because... I think it's the other girl with long black hair, because there are two girls. Okay. There's one girl whose name I have no idea who it is, but she does show up a lot. And she's, she's the been one... here the whole time, and we'll learn all about her in season two. <laughs> But no, she had, there's a girl like in the finale, one of the ones that like is the first to jump in and is like, you should leave Jackie. Like that girl, she has long black hair mm, because I kept, okay. everyone kept saying, oh, it's gotta be Jackie. And I was like, no, that girl had black hair. Like it was definitely not Jackie. But I think you pointed out, Zach, right? She is wearing, the girl they capture is wearing like the necklace, right? Yeah. And that's why Alistair thought it was Jackie. But then I kept telling it's, him like, you know, I think like, it's Mari. That's who she is. But yeah. If I'm looking yeah, Mari, okay. I think that's who she is. I mean, mm-hmm. I have two I have two theories, and one is that after Jackie dies, they divvy up all her clothes, and that's why whoever the girl mm. is that's being chased is wearing her necklace, because they probably divide up yeah. her clothes. But I have also seen people speculate that maybe the girl being chased is actually being chased by Lottie's cult in the future, and it's Ooh. a it's a past and present. Mm-hmm. Thing, and I hadn't maybe, even thought maybe, of that. Maybe the Lottie future call is like chasing people mm-hmm. down and eating mm-hmm. them. So it could be either Ooh, one. Ooh, that is see, but that is some well, lost shit because Lost had the flash 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 forwards eventually. Yeah. It could be that, but then we did see like Misty like take off a uh, right. little headdress, right? But we that could have been Misty. a difference a timeline oh, too. My goodness. It's yeah. gonna be we're gonna have three timelines running side by side by side. Uh, flash love, sideways I, you're saying i'm yes it's going it, it's stressful stressing me out i know that so like when i talked to the showrunners they had said that jackie's death was i also of, love that you can say when i spoke with the showrunners <laughs> i love that you can preface it with that well like so like they said that jackie's death was definitely part of their initial pitch for the show they knew that she was going to die you know the actor signed on knowing it was only one season that I feel like was a, was a question that a lot of people had that was definitively answered. Like not only were we, were we, are they going to drag out her dying, you know, or the question of like, did she die? Right. Cause there was that whole thing with the journal of people speculating, like she was adding, there were things that were being added to her journal, like years after she would have been alive. But I think they came out in a separate interview and said that that was Shauna going back and filling it out. And kind of, it was like a therapeutic thing of like filling in what, Jackie might have, would have enjoyed or whatever. Um, so oh, I that, like that. I, that I feel like was, was definitively answered was, you know, Jackie dying. And then also um, 
you know, Thais's kind of whole situation. Well, well, we found out what happened to Biscuit, R.I.P. Biscuit. Um, (laughs) But there's also, it was also interesting because when they, I brought up the Lottie thing, they were like, we actually considered revealing that she was still alive sooner in the season Hmm. and not making that like the finale reveal. I don't want to call it a twist because I feel like it kind of makes sense. Like it's not, it's not like, it didn't feel like it was surprising in the sense that it was exciting not surprising in the sense of like oh they're trying to you know yeah yeah shove this in like it we kind of probably should have seen it coming to an extent but like um it was interesting that they were like well we wanted to kind of focus on some of i guess wrap up some of the elements from season one like the blackmailer and all that stuff before introducing a whole new storyline with Lottie so that we could give it its full attention in season two, because they've already been renewed. So I guess the whole, like the whole decision there was like, we're going to introduce this new element, but we want to pay it its full due over the course of a whole season, as opposed to like only having half the time, you know, to, to really like incorporate it. Cause I feel like honestly, if they had brought that in sooner it would have been too much it would have felt yeah. overstuffed and you would have been waiting for like are we gonna get to her are we can get to her yeah so too too much information but i think and i think it, we still have a lot of stuff that hasn't been like fully answered but i do feel like we're gonna start to get you know i don't know i for me it felt like a lot of the big the big stuff that was up in the air you know jackie i think especially was was answered to pretty like to my satisfaction so it's it's one of those things where i feel like i don't want to like look too hard at the theories because i don't want i don't want it to become about what i what the show needs to do to be good like i just want to accept the story that the show is telling and then kind of based on what i'm absorbing can decide if it's you know if mm-hmm. it's working or not like i i never really want to approach a show you know and and just and and look at it as this is the thing that it needs to do to be good like and obviously yeah. everybody's opinion is different you know everybody's gonna the way that we engage with the show is different but that's just i feel like you kind of need to look at for me at least like what is it offering you know and is it successful at at the thing that it's offering and not the thing that i want it to be offering if that makes sense I mean, that does. I just want to clarify. Like, that's for me, like, I wasn't like I talked about it with people, but I wasn't like looking up any theories or anything. And like, I was there was no like twist or anything that I was expecting. But like, I I always expect a finale to like, give us something like big, just in general, like in a finale. And for me, it felt like they went to a reunion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was pretty big, though. Like, it was cool, but I thought the whole thing was big. A thing I like in TV sometimes is uh, when um, the finale is actually kind of low key, where it's like the penultimate episode is the one that has like all the reveals, and then like the finale is just like we're chilling. That was a lot of what they did in Vampire Diaries too, because they burn through plot like crazy people. So it's like <laughs> I guess you we're just gonna do the deal with the aftermath of all this bullshit we've been dealing with. So I can I I can I don't expect something usually big. I can just kind of I, I'm fine kind of living with things uh, like living in it, you know, uh, and. But hey, what are we? What what's our Lottie casting gonna be, guys? Oh my gosh! I mean, I'll Damn. be honest. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of white actresses put up for this, and I'm like, 
the actress is not white. We I, should not have a, a white actress. Like, I, I love Winona Ryder. I love, you know, oh. wh- whoever's been put up for this role, but like, you know, on their own merits. But I'm like, let's not cast a white actress. To I see, I've seen non-white actresses, actually. I've seen uh, Shannon Sossaman yeah. and, and Maggie most. Q is what I've seen. I I posited, because uh, I literally just rewatched Fury Road, but um, Megan Gale, who plays the Valkyrie in Fury Road, is also Maori, like uh, Courtney Eaton, who plays Lottie. I think Lottie, I think Courtney Eaton is is part Maori, and I was, and they're both Australian, so I was like, oh, that could be a nice like grown up Lottie casting. She can play kind of that, yeah, but that, like wild. I- I didn't realize she wasn't white because Charisma Carpenter was one of my dream casting because I didn't realize she wasn't white. <laughs> Damn, is Maori no and Chinese. So yeah. okay. go either way. But I love yeah. Shannon Sossaman, so I'd be dead. Like Shannon Sossaman, I still have a crush on, so like I'd be down. And she, she doesn't like, I feel like <laughs> she used to get a lot of bigger roles and she gets a lot of side roles where it's like, oh, Shannon Sossaman, but I would love to see her like. She was, because um, especially since, you know, Lottie's a, a little cuckoo if you will uh i would say shannon sussman was good as a, a crazy pants vampire on uh moonlight yeah i thought you were gonna say vampire diaries again and i was like she was on vampire diaries <laughs> she was not really no. w- vampire diaries wishes they they had shannon sussman well, well vampire diaries uh, they had their 90 season season six and that's when they got jody little keep and she fucking ruled so <laughs> um Zach, who would be your dream cast? I don't know. I don't know. Because I thought she was white too. I didn't <laughs> so I was I was on the Winona, Winona Ryder camp. Um I will say we <laughs> Lottie aside, who would we cast? Because there are gonna be other survivors. Um I mean, you'll not be surprised that Zach and I would love Sarah Michelle Geller. Um but also she was part would, of the rival camp. She's you know, leading the rival camp. Kill. I wanna know that one. Um, who would you guys want? uh to be in season like who would be like some dream actors you would want to see in season <laughs> i was gonna say something very stupid <laughs> Where is that? susan sarandon and say she's their same age and don't question it <laughs> it'd be very I, funny i have noticed that some of the dream casting i'm like you do realize those ages don't quite match up <laughs> so susan sarandon right, meryl susan sarandon. street Meryl Streep. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Oh man. Laura Lee actually survived and it's Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep could have been Jackie. She should have been the Jackie. <laughs> she should have shown up at the reunion. I will say after seeing versus Melanie Linsky. <laughs> Bitter enemies. When we were in high school together, it's like ah. we are the same age. <laughs> I will say after seeing Scream twice in theaters uh i really feel like nev campbell would really be good in this oh Oh, i've seen natasha leone for adult band someone else said julia Mm. styles for adult band Ooh, i like that one um what's her name robin tooney would be a good pick i've seen her thrown out for for this yeah i I have seen Honestly, before I realized that Courtney was not white, I said Feruza Balk for adult Lottie, but I, I think, was like... Yeah. The, cast was like, the other adult girls, right? Like, sure. The, the cast of the craft, just put them in it, you know? Let them be together, their own sort yeah. of group. But <laughs> bring them in it. We were playing soccer the whole time. <laughs> they were the rival soccer group that also went down in a plane <laughs> in the same area. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd be on board with that. Sure, give give all those ladies a role in season two. 
Where, where, where does everybody want to see season two go? Mm, uh, definitely find out. My biggest thing with Lottie's whole cult situation is like, did she go back to the where the plane wrecked? And is that where her, her group is? Or is she just like, did she just pick a random forest somewhere and like co-opt all the religiosity stuff that she like establishes in the woods that we kind of already see her doing like with Van and Misty in the finale, like these animal offerings. And then like, obviously we're going to see like the antler queen stuff, which I'm assuming is going to be a part of that. I feel like that to me is so interesting seeing like that she not only survived now that we know and then also has like brought this whole mentality that was started like out in the wilderness into society and i guess everybody else just like lost touch with her i'm assuming she's just like off the grid probably because of the cult like probably does not have a so strong social media presence or anything like that (laughs) um uh also want to know for sure (laughs) an instagram page lottie's girls a twitter Twitter, (laughs) a website um also want to know definitively at some point if misty is still engaging in cannibalism uh because i there's some theories that she's still chowing down (laughs) is she eating old people a snacky snack just a little just a little something you know (laughs) (laughs) i could also yeah more caligula content always because i love that parrot <laughs> we didn't Bye. get we, we didn't even really go into like uh what missy did did to her hostage did she, <laughs> she, she killed her right she? yeah she, she killed did her, yeah it's, it's a murder they confirmed yeah. it yeah she did a murder yeah because i thought okay so i've always told myself if i get kidnapped if i'm a hostage or something i'm going to be the the the, the kidnapper's best friend i'm gonna do it exactly like this i'm gonna be like it's fine listen you're stressed out right now. It's okay. I'll leave. I'll get in my car, smoke a cigarette like normal, you know, like do something just exactly like this woman. Would Die. Do. And then she fucking like, <laughs> and then she fucking goes off and she's, I, I, I like that. I like that the character. Right moves. I, Cause I thought so too. I was like, oh, she's smart. She's like yeah. doing all this right. And then no, she fucking dies. Mm. I feel like it speaks a lot to like everything that happened in the finale though that we almost forgot to talk about Misty doing a murder. Like (laughs) 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 that also speaks a lot to Misty's characters that we would forget that Misty did a murder because it's just very casual for her. Yeah, it's just in character. (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) I did like that character too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did too. I was into it. Sorry, I interrupted you, Carly. What you no, saying? I was just also say I think, but also like seeing how cleanly she did it, like to the point where she's so good at this that there's no possible way that probably that this can get tracked back to her. I'm like, oh, that's where I feel like Misty's almost like it's definitely terrifying to see like Thais's whole thing happen, and you know, but I feel like Misty's just the one we got to keep watching out for because. She's so, she's so dangerous, but she's so like sneaky. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why I'm always like, why are they being? They're like, they're being so mean to Misty, but she could literally like have them all murdered and then eat but them I all. But I don't think she easily. would. I don't no, think I don't. she would ever mess with any. Those are her best friends in her mind, mm-hmm. and I think she yeah. is. She, they're all completely safe from Misty. Mm-hmm. 
but you know what I mean? I just feel like don't like yeah. don't push her too much. Don't poke that bear <laughs> too much. <laughs> like uh. just ignore when she fucks up your car, you know? Like, like let like her Natalie. go, let her pass. <laughs> um Latoya, what do you want to see coming from season 2? Uh Susan Sarandon, of course, as Van. <laughs> um Again, she's the same age as them. Never she address it. She needs to it. say the line too. This is a woman's show. That's this is a woman's show. That is Susan Sarandon's line. Van has become in. a survivalist <laughs> as played by Susan Sarandon. And when someone's on her property, like some man, she's like, "This is a woman's show," and she shoots him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's the show now. Latoya, I love that we both had the same image. <laughs> that's the promo for season two entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, um, what would you? Oh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Realistically, what I want um, for the show, well, so far it's given me what I want in general. Um, just don't lost it up. Basically, know what you're doing. Yeah, have a plan. That's all I. That's all I ask of it. Like I'm a huge Lost fan, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, just have a plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for being here. We thank everybody for watching. Working everybody, or you know what? We're moving this. I think this is the last episode we're going to be on Slayer Fest podcasting platforms and on uh, YouTube.com/slash AZB bonus features. Uh, there will be a new channel for my bloody judy up and running and a new its own podcasting platform yeah we're just we're committing i think we're getting married now right this is Aww. we're engaged and now we're getting married should we sing kiss from a rose do it, do it. <laughs> latoya's gonna gonna outro us with kiss from a rose God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you and alice there better not sign up prenup so when i divorce y'all in three months i can take everything <laughs> oh, gosh, no, no way. um but yeah so we'll we'll keep you all updated on that make sure you follow us on twitter um where can everybody find you latoya you can find me on twitter at lafergs and from there you'll know what's what i'm up to you you know what's hot in the streets. I'm single. I'm sad. You know, the usual. <laughs> Those, the gist of me and Latoya's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I get very drunk and be, I'm like, I'm sad and single. Then I delete the tweets the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I get high and sad and then I just <laughs> So, yeah, same thing. Carly, where can everyone find you? I was going to say, I feel like Zach and I are like at the opposite end of the spectrum because I'm like, because I'm like, I'm married. Like, I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. Yeah, fuck you both. I'm happy. We're going to eat you two first. (laughs) You know what, though, as we've been going through this, okay, are we going to pick our characters? Because after uh, Carly, where can everybody find you? And then we're going to pick characters. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on Twitter uh, at my name. Uh, Carly Lane uh, and as of right now you can find my writing at collider.com where I'm mostly doing TV stuff now so that's a lot they of fun go, they go perfect okay um, Latoya who's Ian <laughs> who's Ian, who's Ian? <laughs> we're, picking, we're picking each other's <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna all deliberate a little bit Oof. oh boy um... mm. I... <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be Natalie I know this I know well, he does. But is he? <laughs> I don't know, because that Sir Michelle Geller picture back there says Misty. <laughs> the little he obsession. The little, how many times did you mention Sir Michelle Geller in this? Obsession? Obsessive? A little bit. Listen, faggot, you are also <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> Latoya, who am I? Quick. I, I said, or you, you can pick for yourself. Natalie, but you are Misty. <laughs> See, I think I'm like a Natalie Moon and a Misty Sun. And you could like, be both. It you could be both. That's okay. We'll you try that. to pretend that you're Natalie. It's like, no, you know you're Misty. 
I just I, w- I would still never eat someone. Like I think I would feel too like I, I wouldn't poison. Eh, that pissed me <laughs> off a few times. Maybe I'd poison that. Poison me, whatever. <laughs> I'd have you dead before anything. You would. You would. Listen, I'm not pretending I'm a survivor out here. I would be useless. I would also be Jackie because she was useless. Yeah, you're um, Jackie. You're Jackie. You're Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Ian. Hey, we need to skin this bear real quick, and you'd be like. I'm just gonna sleep well, outside. I must sleep outside. That's for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'd be, I'd be Jackie with a little bit of Misty and a little bit of Natalie. Uh, no, no, again, you want to be Natalie. There's no Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> if I was up there, he'd have slit my throat, Latoya. <laughs> Carly, who would Latoya be? Oh man. Or who would you be? You can say for yourself. No, no, we say. have to pick for each other now. We after, after each other. That. I'm worried I, about where this is gonna go though. I feel like, I don't know, Latoya, there's a little bit of like a van in you. I feel like a little bit of a Thaisa. I feel like, like, like somebody who's not, you know, me, I think a little bit of Natalie too. Like Natalie, like Uh Natalie, Natalie, who would like go out and like know how to shoot a gun and like school all the guys. Because this is a woman's show. (laughs) (laughs) A woman's show. I feel like there's like an you're like a Natalie Van like hybrid to me. You're awesome. not falling for Travis's shit though. You're no, no, done no, no, with no, Travis. No, Travis. Bitchy is... ass. You Travis emo is ass done. bitch. Like God. Uh, I think I was gonna say, uh, yeah. Um, I can't think of who I, I can't think of who I would place you as, Zach. Like honestly, like I'm like hmm, I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm not in this. Maybe I am. <laughs> Zach is Travis. <laughs> I, no, I don't want to be Travis. I'm Jeff. I will be Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Um, mm, I don't know about that. Latoya, who would he be? Um, I'm not Travis. You can't. That's out of the question. Fine, you're not Travis. You're Nobody Laura gets Lee. to be Travis. Laura I'm, Lee. You're Laura that's Lee's fine. teddy bear. I'm okay actually. with it. I'm okay Laura with Lee's that. teddy bear. I would rather be Laurelie's teddy bear bear than fucking Travis, okay? (laughs) No, actually, you you are coach. uh, Poor one-legged coach. So I'm dying anyway. Just like whatever (laughs) character I am, just already dead. (laughs) You're not lasting. (laughs) I mean, I I would pick my Shauna for myself, probably. That's why I was in a... That's what I was going to pick for LaToya if I had to pick for LaToya, but I could see you as a Shauna. I'm the, sorry, I interrupted you. The quiet rage of, of Shauna. I feel like <laughs> the I The quiet rage with. Curly had when you didn't pick something for her. <laughs> I'm over here just like, you know, having skinning rabbit fantasies or whatever. No, I don't know. <laughs> skinning rabbit fantasies. Like, ooh, I could really cut up a rabbit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Happening off camera. All right. Um, well, thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Yellow Jackets for My Bloody Judy. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.